0: Welcome to Commercial Property Podcast. My name is Helen Tarrant. I'm an author. I am an educator and I am a specialist commercial property bias agent. Now in this podcast I'm going to be sharing with you specialist strategies and terminologies and live case studies on how you too can achieve financial freedom through commercial property. Now if you are looking to buy your first commercial property, want to find out more information to see if commercial property is right for you or you want to expand your portfolio to two or three commercial properties or even more, then this is the podcast for you. I will be sharing with you live case studies, the journey of my clients and students, and also how we're putting deals together. So relax, listen in, and enjoy the process. So welcome to this episode on three ways that you can invest in commercial property and how that can make money for you. So it's an outstanding episode where Helen takes you through the cash flow, set and forget type of commercial property followed by a growth strategy in key metro areas. And then the final strategy is taking a rundown vacant property with the opportunity to give it an uplift in several different ways. So pay attention as Helen highlights exactly the criteria to look for when using each investing strategy in searching for your commercial property. And especially take into consideration her advice on which strategy best fits your needs depending on your current income flow and proximity to retirement. Let's dive in. Welcome to Commercial Property Roadshow. This is Helen Tarrant and today I want to share with you three ways of making money in commercial property. So um, the number one way most people make money in commercial property is through cash flow. So cash flow is buying, set and forget property. So for example, you buy a property with Lowe's in there, you buy a property with a cafe in there, you buy a property with GIO as the tenant in there, coming up there, or you buy a property that has an office space with um, your professional tenants. So they're on a lease, usually three or five year lease they've been there established for the last five seven ten years the tenants are not likely to go anywhere they're very well established they like where they are that their clients know where they are they're happy to track along their business going really well really stable they've got a succession plan that's your solid set and forget type of commercial property and what you do is you the difference between the rent that you get and the interest rate that you pay the bank is the margins, the cash flow margin that you clear. And that cash flow margin is the positive cash flow that you put in your pocket. So that's the number one way, so you get cash flow. Basically sit back, relax, pick up the cash flow as you go along with the years, use that cash flow to invest into another property or use that cash flow towards your lifestyle. So that's the number one way of investing in commercial property to make money. And the more you collect, the more in the years, the more you build up your cash flow, then you eventually retire to replace your income. So, and normally on a cash on cash return, you get at least 10% on the cash flow return and that's not you know accounting for future capital growth as well on the property so it's a really good proposition compared to bonds or putting money in the money into the bank and um, so that's one of the reasons people do it now number two the number two reason why you would invest in commercial property the way to make money is to, to buy now a property in a metro or a key location and wait for growth so really position yourself for growth so what does that mean that means for you Buy a property, and that property may have a lower yield, so lower return in cash flow up front. So they might be giving you, let's say, you know, five percent return or six percent return, but it might have a really good tenant in there, like Ally Health or Medical, or a really good professional tenant in there. But they might also uh, be in a really good position, like a corner position, it might be a position where you have. Um, A a new uh, railway coming through, you might have a position where they're doing a new development by the council or by developers. All of these reasons why you would choose um, to buy that property. You might even, the lease might not even be um, what you like. It might not be a long three or five year lease. It might only be one year or 18 months ago, so usually a short lease. But what you're looking for in a property like that is you're looking for a property that is in a key location. That as the area gentrifies and as things change over time, or you get getting more population moving into the area less commercial because the area has more say for example you're getting a thousand apartments in or that you're getting a um, you know, new influx of a university area or you're getting new influx of different house and land packages so you know you're part of a, a commercial strip what you want to do then is wait for your tenant to finish that lease um, possibly putting new tenants in or do a market review where you can increase the rent on that property put your um, Put you can leave even leave your existing tenant net, but you know, making sure that there's a lot more demand in this area. The location you can push the rents up, and in the back end, you're going to get that capital growth. So, all in all, the what you lose at the front end, you well and truly make up for it on the back end as well. So, that in that way, um, you are holding out for the back end, which means in two, three, five years' time, you can leverage off the equity of that property to buy again and use it as a deposit. So, if you are happy with working and this is one of the great ways to get into commercial property is to buy something where you have a little bit of cash flow but have a lot of security because you're in a metro area and really easy to re-tenant and then afterwards uh, you get uh, as the area changes you put new tenants in there Uh, the next step is for you to go and refinance, pull out the equity as you would in residential and use that as a deposit to buy again your next commercial. So you're getting a little bit of cash flow. So a 6% yielding commercial property is gonna give you a lot less cash flow than a 9% yielding commercial property, but you'll still get positive cash flow in your pocket. And with that, but you'll also be getting the back end. You could potentially be getting 30, 40, or even a hundred thousand dollars in capital growth on the back end, depending on the price of your property and where it's located and what you plan to do in the next three years or what's coming up in the next three years. So that's the number two way is to buy now and position yourself for growth. Number three way to make money in commercial property is to actually get a property that is vacant, a property that is absolutely rundown or a shit tip or a renovator's delight and, um, and do it up. It is about getting a property and that has the capacity to be either split into two, versatility to maybe add a residential tenancy on there, um, versatility for you to totally refurbish and gut it. So a property like this where we're at a that used to be a shoe shop for the last 35 years they were on a short tenant when they moved out. Um, you knew they were going to move out in six months and then you can go in there totally gut the place uh, and then Build in a upstairs part, turn that into residential where it used to have a storage space, and then make downstairs a restaurant tenant. So where you can put two tenancies, increase the rent because you're putting two tenants in there, and automatically increase that uplift in both cash flow in the hand, as well as the increased growth in that property. Now that's truly the best of both worlds, and that is but and that's you having control of your own destiny by buying the type of property by doing it up and you're actually mastering your own wealth but the thing is that kind of property takes a lot of time because you've got to dedicate and coordinate a team you've got to make sure that you you can definitely get those rents so there's lots and lots of due diligence and research to be done you've got to pick your areas right and you've got to profile the type of tenant that's going to come in there and really fit out your premise to suit them so that type of property do take some time but the end result means you will get both cash flow and growth from it. But for a period of time, there won't be any cash flow. So you just got to make sure you're actually in a job that you can actually support this transition period and that you've got some money set aside. That apart from buying the property, you actually have the money to be able to refurbish. If you don't, then there's no point having it as a white elephant just sitting there. The main thing is that you have, you can get this property and that you can then use the um, leveraged equity and cash flow to go again in a space of time and after you do it you can have a couple of choices you can sell the property or you can refinance it depending on what your strategy is if you are looking to accumulate a lot of deposit or you want to do a joint venture deal this is a great way to do an uplift is a great way to Get into commercial property with someone else, with a little bit of ink, a little bit of deposit, and then create that um, uplift in the future. So there, you've got three ways of making money through commercial property. Number one, buy, set, and forget. So if you're at retirement age, you've a bunch of cash, whether it's in your self-managed super fund, whether it's in a redraw facility, whether it's equity in your house, or whether you just have cash that's in the bank, you can certainly do that by buying any one of these properties. Have a set and forget, as long as it's giving a really good cash flow to yield. You just sit back, collect the cash year in, year out, rental increases each year, continuously put money into your pocket. Number two way is to buy a property now at a lower yield, but position yourself for growth. Key locations is the key. The tenant does not matter as much as the key location because you can always turn the tenant around, uh, put new tenants in, and increase the value of your property in the future. And you're planning for three, five years down the track. And number three is holding your wealth and creating your own wealth, which means that you, the key is for you to. To renovate and and to create the uplift yourself but make sure if you do that you have a job to be able to support a period of time where you won't be getting any income from this property uh, that you're able to have some money set aside so that you can do the uplift you can put the money in for the uplift um, and that you can allow plenty of time to be, able to be able to do research and fit it out to the tenant profile that you're looking for. So these are the three ways of getting money from commercial property and you can do all of those three ways in your property portfolio and in fact you should because the way the more diversified your commercial property portfolio is the secure it is. So you should have retail offers and industrial all in your portfolio portfolio as well across Australia. Now, if you want to know how to get started and where to get started in your commercial property journey, go to HelenTarrant.com or email me at Helen at commercialpropertycashflow.com.au and I look forward to helping you in the commercial property journey. In the meantime, don't forget to subscribe, click the bell and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye for now. You've been listening to Commercial Property Cashflow Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe to this podcast so you do not miss any of my valuable tips and strategies. Now, if you're wanting more detailed education and training, I have a free webinar you can attend. Just click on the link in the show notes and it will take you there. And if you're ready to invest in commercial property with guided assistance and you want to talk to us, book into your free consultation. Find out more about it on HelenTarrant.com. I can't wait to share with you more of my tips and strategies in upcoming episodes. So really make sure you subscribe. This is Helen Tarrant signing off. See you on the Ned podcast.